We're going to go to Exodus chapter 20 this morning. I appreciate the whole girls singing. Aren't they, they, just do, they just sound beautiful together. I'm so very thankful for the hard work that goes into all of that. Exodus chapter 20 in your Bible this morning, if you will. Happy Mother's Day. I'm thankful for moms. I had one. Oh, don't be so stiff. Mercy. We're back in the house of God. Amen. It's all good. It's all good. Exodus chapter 20. When you find that, if you'd stand with me for the reading of the Word of God in honor of God's Word, appreciate your willingness to do that. And I also want to say thank you for those that are continuing to watch from live stream uh, from home. uh, And uh, uh, thank you so much for that. And we look forward to a time when things will be back to normal. And I do believe that God will get us there. But until that time, we'll do what we do to continue to have church. Exodus chapter 20, verse number 1, And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them, for I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy, love this verse, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me, and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made the heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in, uh, that is in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, nor shalt thou covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. We're going to go back up and take our text out of verse number 12 where it says honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the uh, upon the land which the lord thy god giveth thee pardon me this is the first commandment with promise honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land i want to focus mostly on that uh, honor thy mother in a day when we are to honor our mothers. Let's pray, and we'll get on with the service. Dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful to be back in this place together as a congregation. And again, I am thankful for those who are continuing to watch by live stream. I understand. I understand completely, uh, Lord, there. There is there is a uh, there is a virus out there, and 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 Lord, I I I just ask that you protect us from that. I'm very thankful for the health that you've given this church body over this time, and I pray that you'd continue to do that 
just continue to watch over us. And for us that are gathered together uh, in this building and by live stream, I pray that you'd speak to our hearts this morning by the preaching of your word. We've prayed for your power and we pray for it again, Or just boldness, clarity of mind, and speech, and, and Lord, that we might be able to preach this message just the way that you'd have it done. We need you, Lord, to speak to hearts because we can't do that. We pray, dear God, that your will would be done because of the preaching of your word. And we'll thank you and praise you for anything that you do. For we ask it all in Jesus Christ's wonderful name. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for standing for the reading of the word of God. And please do be seated. Isn't it really something that the Lord would have to give us certain commands in order to compel us to do what we ought to be doing naturally without a command. But he did, because he knows the nature of man. He knows who we are. He knows how we are. But uh, the commandments remind us of what is right and what is wrong. Say, well, the commandments, that's Old Testament. No, commandments stand forever. The Ten Commandments stand forever. And the Ten Commandments were given to us by God to make us realize that we can't keep the Ten Commandments make us realize that we need a Savior. Absolutely so. And I'm glad somebody came down and kept the Ten Commandments. The Lord Jesus Christ is the only one that ever did that. He came to fulfill the commandments and did that. Anyway, that's a completely different message. The commandments do remind us what is right and wrong. And really and truly, if we strive to keep the commandments, we could live in a very good world, couldn't we? It's it's definitely so. Um, They also remind us of the importance of doing or not doing whatever a particular command may be. So God has given us commands for, for, for a reason, and if we will obey each of them, we're going to be happier, we're going to be wiser, we're going to be more prosperous in the long run while we are here on this earth. Um, this command is one of the great Ten Commandments given to Israel. It's also repeated in the New Testament in the book of Ephesians. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land. Uh, Do we need this commandment? Well, very evidently so. Or God wouldn't have put it down in his book. Yes, we do need this commandment. So let's look at what it means to honor mother. The word honor is a verb and transitive. It, It means to revere or to respect or to treat with deference. Uh, That means admiration, to treat with admiration and submission and perform relative duties to. So with that thought in mind, as we are supposed to honor our mothers, how can we honor, how can you honor your mother? Well, we do that with the respect of our tongues and the respect of our heart. Exodus chapter 21 and verse number 15 says, And he that smiteth his father or his mother shall surely be put to death, and he that curseth his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. Now there was a line, stay with me here, don't let that, don't let that chase you off. There was a line that could be crossed in Old Testament times concerning sin. Now there was a line that could be crossed by God, uh, uh, by man, uh, unto God, concerning sin. God considered the sin of cursing the parent a gross enough sin to be punishable by death. No, go. that places it in rank with kidnapping and murder and rape and adultery and all the like. And I know this doesn't set well with the politically correct crowd, and I'm certainly not trying to say that we ought to be killing our children. 
even though there have been times. <laughs> However, if you've got any respect for God, and if you've got any respect for His Word, you'll be careful how you speak to your parents. Because they deserve your respect. You know, it's really interesting to notice in the Scriptures the account of King Solomon on his throne. Because when his mother entered into the room, the king stood. The king stood. When his mom came in, the king stood. And had her seated at his right hand. I mean, the king, how the king treated his mom. Now, someone's going to say, well, my my mom, you don't understand. My mom's not a Christian, and she doesn't share my convictions about life and Christianity and all. And therefore, I can't respect her. I can't show her that type of reverence, preacher. Well, the same God who gave you those Bible-based convictions that you have in your heart also gave you a command to honor your mother. Now, you may not agree completely with everything that she says and everything that she does, but you can still honor her. No, no, the same God who gave you the convictions from His Word will also give you the grace to show Christian love even to someone who is lost, even if they are your enemy. You've read the Bible before. You'll never win your lost mom to Jesus Christ if she does not see the love and forgiveness of Christ of God manifested in your life. It's important. So how can you honor your mother? Well, number two, with gratefulness and thanks to mom and and thanks to the Lord. Well, thanks, gratefulness, thanks for what? Well, how about this one? For giving birth to you. I say, just honor your mom just because she gave birth to you. In the day and time that we're living in, many choose to murder their children before they're ever born. I'll say that again, doesn't scare me at all. Many choose to murder their children before they're ever born. But not your mother. She chose to give life to you. Maybe you should show gratefulness and thanks to your mom for being a mother to you after you were born also. Your mother after you were born. Babies are very dependent, if you haven't noticed. They're very, very dependent. Do you realize no matter who you are here today that One time you were completely dependent upon your mother or someone else for every need. No, I'm talking about for food, for bathing, for nourishment of any kind whatsoever. You were dependent upon her for survival. I mean, she took care of your every need. Maybe you ought to thank her for the sleepless nights, you know? I mean, when she stayed up with you and took care of you. Uh, Those times that you were sick and she watched over you. She wiped your brow with a cool washcloth. She got up every hour just to make sure that you were okay. She cleaned you up when you got sick, took care of you. There's really no way to ever repay your mom for such, but you should be grateful. You should be thankful. How about for her hard work as she held a house and home together? That deserves some thought. Do you realize all that she is doing or all that she has done to keep everything in order in your house? To make sure your clothes are clean and that food is prepared? To make sure that your house is clean and things are kept in order. There's a lot of effort that goes into that. I I read about a woman who telephoned a friend. 
just to see how she was doing, she asked her, said, how are you feeling? This woman, she said, well, I'm just feeling terrible. I, I, my head's splitting and my back and my legs are killing me. The house is just a complete mess. The kids, they are driving me crazy. And so this lady, she was very sympathetic about that and said, listen, listen, why, why, don't you just, why don't you just go lay down and, and I'll come over right away and I'll cook lunch for you. I'll clean up the house. I'll, I'll take care of the children while you get some rest. I, I'll do that. I, I'll take care of that. And, and by the way, how is Sam? And the other end of the line said, Sam? Who's Sam? And the lady that called said, oh, no, 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 this can't, I must have dialed the wrong number. And there was a real long pause. And then that lady said, well, you're still going to come over, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) We should be grateful for all that moms do. Amen. Absolutely so. How about this one? For the selflessness toward our children. The selflessness. Never time for herself. I don't know if my mom ever ate a hot meal. Because she's always busy taking care of us. Taking care of us. She's always busy tending to everyone else. The last one to get new clothes. The last one to get new shoes. Never complaining as she takes care of the family. There was a teacher that asked a little girl a question about fractions. She said, if your mother made a pie and there were 10 of you at the table, I mean, how much pie would you get? And the little girl immediately said, one ninth. And the teacher said, wait, 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 don't don't you mean one tenth? I mean, don't you understand your fractions? And the little girl said, yes, yes, I understand my fractions, but you don't know my mom. My mom would say, I don't care for any tonight. Selflessness. Making sure everybody else has plenty. Making sure everybody else is taken care of. Cost to be a mom. I said it cost to be a mother. A woman was visiting a friend. And she'd been taking note as she visited with this friend and her family. She'd been taking note of, of how the children uh, 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 were very respectful and the children were very mannerly. And, 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 and she just couldn't believe that. And she told this friend that she was visiting, she said, you know, I tell you what, I would give my life to have children that act like your children. To which the mother replied, that's exactly what it cost. Your life, your time, your direction. I think everybody has some memories of their mom, memories of their mother. She carried me under her heart. She loved me before I was born. She took God's hand and she walked through the valley of the shadow of death that I might live, that I might be born. She bathed me when I was helpless. She clothed me when I was naked. She fed me when I was hungry. She rocked me to sleep when I was gripey. She sang to me. 
She held my hand when I learned to walk. She suffered with my sorrow and she laughed with my joy and she glowed with my triumphs and she taught me to keep going no matter what. She was a loyal friend when others failed. Always there. Through all the days of my youth, she gave me strength for my weakness and courage for my despair and hope for my hopeless heart at times. She was there for me. She was there for me whether the day was flooded with sunshine or whether it was saddened by shadows. Mom. I could never repay the debt I owe to my mom. How do you honor your mother? We honor her by living a clean, upright life. By being faithful to the house of God. By being a follower of Jesus Christ. By living a Christ-like life, whether you are around or away from her. Live in the way that God would have you to live. Whether you like to think about it or not, your life is a reflection of your mother. Proverbs teaches that an ungodly life of a child brings shame to their mother. While a wise child brings delight to their parents. History teaches that most great successful people had a good, wise, and courageous mother. You think of the great men of the Bible. Moses, who had a wise and, and courageous mom. You think about Samuel. She uh, had, had, had a great mother. And, and, and definitely Samuel turned out to be a great man. You think about Timothy. He, 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 was, he was a good man. He had a godly mother and a godly grandmother. Full of faith. The Apostle Paul mentioned them and their influence upon Timothy. Abraham Lincoln said, God bless my mother. All that I am or ever will be, I owe to my dear mother. The Wesleys claimed that the biggest influence in their lives was their mother. It's just one of many reasons why motherhood is so important. And I believe that's one of the reasons that the devil is working so very hard and doing all that he can to keep mothers from spending precious, precious time with their children. So how can you honor your mother? Well, live a life that brings honor and glory to God. That'll cheer mom's heart. If you're not saved, get saved. If you are saved and your mom's not, pray for her. Witness to her. Live a godly life in front of her. Do everything you can to get her to Jesus. Honor your mother. Hope your young people are listening. 
Honor your mother. Honor her. I read this tribute to mothers. It says this, There is something on this earth more precious than gold, more beautiful than diamonds or roses for all the world to behold. It's the love of a Christian mother who has faithfully followed God, who taught her children the things that are right as down life's way they trod, who in trials and tribulations trusted firmly in the Lord, who taught her children to pray each day and to read God's holy word, A tower of strength to lean upon when troubles come your way. A friend you can always turn to at the ending of the day. She'll take you in her arms and drive away your fears. Then point you unto Jesus who has loved you through the years. Her door is always open to her weary, wandering child. No matter how you've treated her, she's loved you all the while. So today we lift our voices in prayer to God above. And thank Him for our mothers who taught us of His love. I'm thankful. Thankful for moms. Truly. What's your need this morning? Are you saved? And mom, are you doing everything you need to be what your children need? Are you you a good example in how that they should live godly in this world? Do do you pray for your children every day that they'll one day accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, live a life that's honoring unto Him? And, And maybe, just maybe, if your children do not honor you the way that you think that they should, maybe it's just because you're not living your life in the right manner. And you young people that are here this morning, you children, do you truly honor your mother? I mean the way that you should. Do you take note of all the things that she does for you? Because she probably does a lot more than you notice. Do you respect her? Thank her regularly for the sacrifices that she makes for you because she does. She makes sacrifices. Absolutely. Honor thy mother. It's a command from God. After all, where would we be without mom? You know, God has a plan. His plan's perfect plan. So many days I sit and wish that we lived in a perfect world. We don't. 
but we still have a perfect God. And his plan is definitely the right plan. Right way. If there's areas that, if there's areas in which we're failing, whether as a mother, a father, or a child, maybe we just need to decide to do it God's way. God's way, God's way is always, always the best way. Always. Would you bow your heads with me? I want to pray for you. Pray for us here in just a moment. The altars are here. and We're going to open them up. Maybe God's spoken to your heart this morning and you have a need. Maybe you've not honored your mother the way that you should. And you know you need to take care of that. Maybe there's some things you need to change in your own life. And you want to take care of that. Let's not hesitate to do what God would have us to do this morning and all of that. I trust that you will. Maybe you're here this morning, you're not saved. You've never truly trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. I'd be ashamed before God if I didn't ask. You're here this morning, you're like that. Preacher, I don't know that I'm saved. I don't know that I've ever trusted Christ. Would you please pray for me? Well, I'd like to do that. Would you slip up your hand wherever you're at and allow me to do that? I'm not going to point you out. I'm not going to come to you. I'm not going to try to drag you down an aisle. But I'd sure like to pray for you, preacher. I'm not sure that I'm saved by the grace of God. Would you please pray for me? Anybody here like that this morning? Would you allow me to pray for you? Just slip your hand up, back down. I'll be happy, more than happy, to try to, for, to pray for you about that. You're here this morning and say, Preacher, God spoke to my heart this morning. I think I may be failing in some areas. But I don't want to. I want to do things right. I, don't, I want to do things good. I want to be everything that I'm supposed to be as a son, as a daughter, as a mom, as a father. I want to be everything I'm supposed to, do, to be. God spoke to my heart this morning, preacher. Would you please pray for me? You're here like that this morning. Would you slip your hand up and let me pray for you? Just hold them up for just a second. God bless your honesty there and there. Back there, God bless your heart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all across the auditorium. Appreciate that. You may put your hands down. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray for those in here that do not know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. You've already paid the price with your only begotten Son. He came. The Lord Jesus Christ came, died on a cruel, rugged cross, and shed His blood for the sin of mankind, but rose again after the third day, victorious over sin and death. And I pray, dear God, for those that don't know Christ, I pray that You'd convince them we can't save them. But, Lord, You can if they're, willing to, if they're willing to come to You and trust Christ. We pray for them. And then, Lord, You saw all the other hands. I don't know the needs. You do. Apparently, they do. As we open up the altars this morning, I pray Your perfect will would be done. Lord, I thank You for my mom. I can't wait to see her again when I get to heaven. I thank you for the sacrifices that she made throughout my life, life of my sisters. I pray, Lord, <clears throat> I 
I pray, Lord, for needs to be met this morning as only you can meet them. We're going to trust you for that and thank you for it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The piano's going to play softly. Let's stand to our feet. Some have already come in an altar. You need to come. Make your way. We'll not take long. We'll not take long. God spoke to your heart this morning. You need to come. Just go ahead and step out now. Whatever God would have you to do, you'll not go wrong that way. Let Him have His way. Whatever He wants.